Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big daddy, Greg Miller. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the evening to you, Tim. And both Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin Coelho. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> Kevin, I'm, this, this look, this look is your final form. You need to it's never move that, away from it. It's good for now. It's good for now, you know? Not being around Kevin every day, right? Not like we see, I only see him through Discord. I would have no idea his hair was this long. Oh, yeah, Kevin, long. when's the last time you cut your hair? Uh, it was right before COVID. My plan Jeez was to grow least. it out and then cut it when everything got back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds stupid now when I say it out loud. Uh, What's the plan now? You think you're just going to no, ride you out? No, not cut it. You need to keep I it mean, I, this length or longer, and I'm loving the oversized PlayStation sweatshirt. It is very on trend right now. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to keep it for at least the time being. You know, yeah. Maybe when well, we get back to the studio, have Andy cut happy. it. For some sort mm-hmm. of stream. Mullet, 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 mullet. Don't stay on it. If you want to support mullets, you got to stay right here on YouTubeTV.com. No, what am I talking about? YouTube.com <laughs> slash okay, kind of funny. Or <laughs> you can go to <laughs> roosterteeth.com. You can watch it there. If you wanted it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we'll be right there for you. I was thinking TV because I was going to say this is a screencast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV and movies, movie trailers, all of that stuff. Of course, if you wanted to be a Patreon producer, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like. Gordon McGuire, Molecule, and at James Davis makes it done. We appreciate you all so very, very much. They get this show ad-free, uh, and that's very cool because they don't need to hear the ads for Chime and ExpressVPN that we're going to tell you all about later. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you got to go to kindoffunny.com slash screencast to write in your theories, your questions, your thoughts on all the different entertainment that we are consuming. But today we're talking about the penultimate episode of Peacemaker uh, Season 1. Maybe there'll be a season two. Maybe James Gunn's working on another show. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he was talking about how uh, this the show's doing extremely well. It's being received very well critically, and people are watching, tuning in HBO Max, making that money, all of that stuff. So he's saying that uh, he he's pretty like a, a sequel series is on him, and he wants it to happen. So at this point, it's like essentially greenlit if he has an idea. Mm-hmm. And he was saying it probably won't be Peacemaker two, but it might be another character uh, from the oh, Suicide Judo Squad. Kid. Man. Poke it up, man. They got to figure out a way. Oh, yeah. His name is Judo Master, Greg. Have some respect. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. I was thinking that I I get confused because he looks like the, the, his outfit looks like the detachable kid. Remember Nathan Fillion from Suicide Squad? So when I saw it in previews, I thought, oh, that's who Mm. he's going to be. This is extraordinarily good news for me right now, Tim, um, Mm -hmm. because I love this series and I'm really hoping they can continue it. And I think that there's, He's he's been so creative with it up until this point that really sky's the limit. They gotta do it. They gotta do a second season for this. It's too good. Yeah. Robin, let's season. start with you, Nick. What what'd you think of uh this episode? 
I am great. I think this was a good one. I think that uh, I didn't see. I didn't see some of the stuff coming in this that that was happening. I forget. Are we spoiler free at the beginning of these, or do we just go nope. for We're all in. Uh, the him killing his dad at the end. Mm. Well, first off, I owe John Cena an apology. Okay, and and I'm a man <laughs> of my word here. I'm a man of my word. I've I've I when I'm wrong, Kevin, I give him the one, and then Nick from the top, you can apologize to John Cena. I hold on, we'll get one. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, we do this one here. Whoa, there it is, there it is. I did not expect that to work, Mr. Cena. If I may, been a huge fan of yours ever since you started doing comedic roles. And on the first episode of this, I said, You know, you are a comedic actor and you should stick to that because that's really where you excel. I ate my words this episode. I really think John Cena knocked this episode out of the park. I felt the emotions. His ability to to actually cry and have me like feeling that, and then also get out his cell phone and take a selfie with it with Eagly, got me. This whole episode I thought was great. I think it's I think John Cena really 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 did a great job. Um, and yeah, man, I was I was shocked that they they went here this early in this that they they had him kill his dad and do all that stuff. Very very good, very cool. I think this is the stand the standout episode so far for me. Wow, Kevin Coelho, what do you think? Uh, I, I feel like the storyline that we followed with this episode was the one I care the least about. Uh, I really thought that it was kind of setting up for the next season. Uh, that being said, great. They nailed it. Like, all of it was good. Um, it's starting. It was a little bit, uh, like, I kind of, we, we guessed it, right? Like, that he him and his brother had fought. Yeah. And he, he had passed away. Um, so, well, that was a, but so like, brutal too, it was so. brutal as fuck. Yeah. That, that scene of him, uh, remembering it yeah. intense, man, powerful. And then his dad hunting him, the, the raccoon was this, this episode, right? Yes. are hardcore, man. <laughs> that went about it, the way I expected it to be a adult man wrestling a wild animal. It's the cut, though. It's the, 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 it's, you the don't catch it at first. Him. He has so many cuts on his yeah. face. Yeah, he's all scratched up. And it's just like... hardcore, the, man. The comedy's so good. The comedy's excellent. And, like, I can't believe, again, one, another episode that still leaves me just utterly shocked in how much I'm enjoying this show. Like, I feel like every week they push the bar of what I thought I could feel with this this series. Like, it is becoming one of my favorite seasons of TV, period. Me too. Great. I agree. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, you know, I talked about this last week, you know, how I think crazy it is to sit here and be like, Peacemaker is the best thing that's happened in DCEU, right? And I find I that was last week's, you know, realization of like how fucking, I mean, I we've enjoyed it, but the, actually sit there and be like, this is the best thing that's happened so far. And to have that double down this week, and I think uh, both in terms of performances in the way they've stitched together with narrative threads and musical cues and just the overall package the fact that you know like this episode made me tear up twice and cry once like you know like one went the full thing of like holy shit like what like in like again we're talking about yeah john cena in a comedic series but he's able to turn that corner and do that and i think you know dovetailing it with the piano version of home sweet home but oh. open with the real version of it this time right. around right like I think we all love that credit sequence. You know, it's the, you know, overused joke on Twitter. Whenever we talk about the show, though, I never skip the credits. And it's true. You never do because they're so good. And like, this is the first time where it was so jarring to have it go from his 
flashback meltdown you know his brother dies he comes back and he's sobbing in the bathroom and then uh have vigilantes like knocking on the door and then like him just quietly crying and then have it do you really want it to you yeah. it is like on purpose obviously designed oh, yeah. it be like holy shit like oh, this is yeah. the first time the intros put me on my back heels this way like it's a fantastic episode for a fantastic show and i mean holy shit if they can stick the landing next week yeah Tim, no, I mean, that's where i'm at man like it, it's theirs to lose at this point of being like one of truly the greatest of all times with next episode like to wrap it all up and i have no reason to think they're not going yeah. to and like that's yeah. the most exciting thing for me about the show so far has been I, I keep saying like every element that james gunn is good at is on full display here and are all working in a cohesive blend mm -hmm. of just kind of just tv movie magic where we care so much that when we see these two kids in the beginning like all of our hearts sink the amount my heart has sank watching peacemaker the show is just crazy you know like that yeah. the the feeling of when uh Adebayo, uh put the the diary the journal like in his house like a couple weeks ago like that was such a like gut punch like oh no mm -hmm. and because of the way they've been setting up and teasing the the brother storyline like the moment we saw them it's like oh man they're gonna they're gonna just brutally destroy our mm. hearts and they did like the setup of just showing these brothers and like immediately you're like yeah they're fucking brothers the casting of young john cena was spot on incredible i was so impressed with that kid uh but even just the jokes the kids have felt mm. right they felt yeah. like like that's a bitch ass song but I, hey you know it's like fuck white power it's the devil like yeah, that's just just so awesome but then uh like greg was saying how jarring it is to go from one of the most brutal death scenes of this small child uh, to that theme song, even the transition into it from these kids just getting along and loving each other with this fucked up dad was also jarring. And it's just such a swing of emotions where one moment you're just devastated, the next moment you're cracking up, and then it just keeps kind of swinging back and forth. I really like that this show reminds me of what happened with phase one of the MCU, where they didn't have Spider-Man. They didn't have the X-Men. They didn't have the Fantastic Four to play with. So they had to go to lesser known things, which mm -hmm. kind of just changed the whole game for them. And it forced them to be a little bit more creative. And then the plan was, let's get to the Avengers. That's the goal. Right. But what I like about this is they, they don't need to have the plan to get anywhere. The show can just be its own thing. I love that the dad gets killed in this episode. Mm -hmm. I love that the dad wears the outfit and fucks things up. Like, it's not teasing what's going to come. We're not watching this week to week like, I hope this person shows up. I hope that person shows up. What if they did this? It's like, it's none of that. We just are invested in the story they're telling. And not that I'm against any of that stuff. I live for that stuff. I love that stuff. That's why I'm yeah. still watching Book of Boba Fett. That's why I watch all the MCU shows. And like week to week, I'm like, what the hell? Who's going to be next? You know, but with this, it's not about who's next. It's what's going to happen to these people I care about. And uh, them revealing the cow. I love that like it's like cool it is just this big monster thing and they're going to deal with it by the end yeah. of next episode like i don't get the feeling that we need to hold on for teases for a season two it's like this is a story and I, it's really cool yeah i wouldn't be surprised though of course if they leave some cliffhanger of course you always do that as a writer you leave yourself a little bit of a little bit a little string to to build upon uh next season if there is one but i'll disagree with you in a little bit i think they've already stuck the landing i think that the next episode mm -hmm. is just going to be some resolution we get the resolution with uh, whatever is happening with the butterflies and really the only uh, resolution we need is between uh, uh, Peacemaker and um, Adebayo. Um, Adebayo. Yeah, thank you. Adebayo. Uh, so because that 
those that's those are the two characters that we really really care about which i think is so fun and artfully done that he that she was the first person he really bonded with and she's and of course that's why it cuts the deepest um but i think they'll stick that i think that's a pretty easy resolution uh and, and i think that i'm just the next episode is going to be kind of on cruise control right it's going to be some fun action sequences and we'll see what happens maybe a twist here and there um i will say my one criticism of this one is i think i, I wish that Mern had gone out a little bit more spectacularly. I think that they kind of like it just to begin the episode with that and, and have him die in like a best Western. I was like, huh, okay, we could have done something else. Then. Also, I, just FYI, guys, if an alien race of butterflies knows where we are, please don't pack. Just leave. Just leave where you're at. You're getting used just to meet me, Kevin. Meet me at the the place we talk about. Uh huh. Uh huh. Starbucks. It's Starbucks. Yeah. Mern no, dying I, and then being followed that. up with with golf dying with the butterfly itself dying like just the power of james gunn just again comedy and drama in one scene that we care about this little, fucking little. weird bug yeah. thing. it's insane <laughs> it's insane that when like he gets crushed i'm like oh shit not murn uh, and then, wait, and then we get man. his death scene right yeah. of when uh, they come in and they hold him like that was yeah, so yeah, good yeah. wait golf didn't die it was murn's butterfly that died yeah no golf oh sorry yeah yeah, 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 yeah you're right you're yeah, right you're right but we're yeah, on the yeah. same page sorry yeah, yeah the butterfly yeah, yeah. itself so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, why would the, you come out though? That was my thing. Oh, like, yeah, right, your, your host body's dead. All right. And they don't know it's you. So just hang out in there, come out mm. and then take over another body and help everybody out. Maybe, maybe they can't. Maybe the second the host body's dead, they got to get out of there. Yeah. I, you got to like come that. just hit a little bit. Just hit a little bit. Just poke his head out like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a little Suck through the nose. Out. Yeah. You know how it is? Yeah. That, the, the fist pump, like the, the, the grabbing. When when it was in his death throes was that got me too for sure uh, and then but of course you know it's 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 the classic leaders dead we need a new leader to rise and we get that great mm-hmm. scene where they're like where hardcore's like what are we gonna do we don't have a leader and everyone's like we do have a leader and even peacemaker himself was like gives her the go ahead I thought that was a, a, Dude, a good gel moment it was so great and again it's just earned for these characters that going in the show like we don't care about peacemaker we definitely don't care about the rest of the squad and like I feel like they had really fulfilling kind of closings or like set it, setups for these characters where yeah her being a leader makes sense and I mm-hmm. I feel like it was a bold choice for them to have that scene and set her up that way but it just makes so much sense like mm-hmm. I just love that in a show called Peacemaker that has John Cena they don't need to just rely on that because they yeah. they know that he doesn't need to be the lead for it to to work and be funny and to have impact like especially when you have people like vigilante who continues to just make me laugh with everything he does nick tell me your emotions when it was revealed that his pants were all the way down god so many just a range of emotions just one of the funniest things i've seen in this series to date and I just for a number of reasons, but God damn, that was funny. He's like, why are your pants all the way down? I can't pee if I feel cloth against my butt cheeks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That that beat was great. Uh, the beat where, <laughs> where he just passes out in the car and just slowly <laughs> rolls out of the side. Uh, phenomenal. A couple moments with him during this that I didn't, I felt didn't work comedically. Like I did, I felt like the the part with the the, the callback to the face exercises and stuff like that. I was like, ah, that's not great. That's that's typical James Gunn, where it's like that's that's the one joke that I wish they'd have backed up on a little bit. But um, I, the character is great, great comedic relief uh, and super good. I did want to go back to the hardcore character the real quick though. I love the payoff of her sort of character arc assuming the leadership so we got i think it was in episode one where she fights the guys in the bars and you're like oh she can handle herself right mm-hmm. 
And this one, she fights Judo Master, and you're like, oh, she's kicking his ass. But no, he gets the better of her. Yeah. But Judo it's a red herring, right? She's like, it, I think she said something like tag team or um, whatever the rest of the wrestle, Rope 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 Rope, yeah, whatever the, the parlance was. And of course, because she's thinking ahead, she knows she's got a second player on the field. She knows what's going on. And, and uh, Adebayo comes to the rescue and just tases the shit out of. Awesome. I'm still holding out for Judo Master to like come around and be a join good the guy. team. I, join the team. I want Judo Master on the team. For he's so so bad. There's something about that actor that just nails. Like he's cool. Like every time he flicks something at someone, or just like as he's beating the shit out of him, is just a little. There's he does little things that are just like ah, you're fucking dope. Just, I yeah, love yeah. when he beat yeah. the shit out of those guys outside the mini mart, and the clerk yeah. just gives him the thumbs up <laughs> through, through the glass. And he's like, yeah. awesome. And then also the same thing of like we had been talking a little bit about that. I'm like, wait, where is Judo Master? What's going on with him? And there's that thing. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. What about Judo? Judo Master's still here? <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> we got, he's not here. We gotta go. Yeah. I also love the the James Gunn like fuck it. We have the DC universe. Let's just go crazy. Whatever I want to happen is gonna happen. And the rules aren't just references to obscure characters he's also like this is the dc universe so the superpowers and weird things happen guess what this guy flies fuck it how are they gonna move the thing teleportation like it's so stupid but it's just like they play it so seriously where it's like yeah that's that could happen in this universe so why wouldn't that be the way they do it it's wild that he has as much freedom as he's been having because like wait he he does the weekly like hey this is the thing that i introduced into the dc eu canon right Mm -hmm. Um, I ha- I didn't notice what it was for this episode. Usually it's pretty out there. Or, um, but it's just like, it's one of those things that like, man, things sure do work out where it's like DCU just being absolute trash makes it so he's got all the freedom that he wants. Maybe it was all worth it, guys. Maybe and maybe. And we'll see if they can, if they can build off of that, right? I mean, he's got access to all these... Like, I hadn't, I'll be honest with you guys, and Greg, this is going to come as a shock to you. Shock. Before the reboot or whatever, re, whatever this last one was, like a sequel of Suicide Squad, I did not know who Peacemaker was. I know. Oh, I'm shocked. Shocking. But I there don't is think anyone a, did. No, I don't think they did either. But there's such a wonderful freedom in that and, a, and such a wonderful creative opportunity that obviously James Gunn is completely taken advantage of. And I, I, I look forward to seeing what weird shit comes out of his brain next. Yeah, absolutely. But before we move on, let me tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. New year, new you. Maybe a you who leaves behind things that don't serve you. Like those dang overdraft fees. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned cash money without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to two hundred dollars on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using chime sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's c-h-i-m-e.com slash kf games banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals limits start at twenty dollars and may be increased up to 200 by chime see chime.com slash spot me and go to chime.com slash kf games to get started this episode is brought to you by express vp and look i get it you don't watch porn so maybe you're just paying attention to this ad for you know 
a friend. But with everything going on in the world, governments have increased surveillance. They're using your devices to track your location movements and in a lot of places, your internet activity. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously. Newsflash incognito mode is a sham. Your ISP can still see every single site you visit. But with one click of a button, ExpressVPN keeps others from seeing all the freaky stuff you've been looking at. Yeah talking about you nick scarpino we've been using expressvpn for a long time it's been keeping me safe keeping me secure i just feel better being out on the internet knowing that expressvpn has my back protect your privacy today and get three months of expressvpn for free visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny to learn more that's a good point to transition. I like that. I like that. Yeah, great. that was great. Yeah. Uh, another thing with Vigilante that I really like was the whole Butch Cassidy freeze frame thing where he's like, <laughs> like I don't know, know, guys. I, I, th- I think that it's a really optimistic, like, yeah, really it's optimistic so interpretation of that. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the, that character, I think, is just it is so perfectly played by that actor. You got you to just appreciate the heck out of that for sure. Yeah, the the slow kind of drive that you were talking about, I was, like, worried about it. Because I was like, are they going to kill him? Like, there was multiple moments in this episode where I was like, please don't, don't, don't kill Vigilante. And then definitely don't kill Eagly. And, like, the way they treated Eagly in this episode was great. Uh, Like, even with the the voicemail of, like, if you got a message for Chris or Eagly, (laughs) leave it at the tone. Like, (laughs) that's great. But, yeah, the first off eagly on his deathbed was so sad then him being alive and hugging cena and like all of that stuff and like the fact that the eagle hug is used as a story beat for Adebayo is just brilliant that to me is a perfect example of why the show works is that it's all the elements coming together at once and it's not just to make us laugh or just to make us feel but it's like this is a a living breathing world that they're playing with that was that was that was such a great and 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 ridiculously deep moment for this episode because she sees him she remembers the conversation they had back in the first episode where she's like eagles can't do that they're not going to do that and he goes you you know she just doesn't believe that any that any of this stuff is possible or that change is possible things like that and then realizes that like in that moment so so much is different in her life and that she's grown and that she's a part of this team and that she's she was wrong for doing what she wants to do and she's all all that stuff and then you (laughs) Get the beat of him hugging him and taking it out and finally getting his picture on the phone. Just a range of emotions there. Uh, very, very well done. And again, I how do they they nail the CGI with this damn it's bird? Really good. Like close yeah. up. It's very, very well done. Yeah. I, I do want to go back to the Eagly when they were they were in the car listening to whatever song and the Eagly's dancing with them. Like when they were on their sorry, yeah. Nick, back to you. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say a couple of the Eagly moments that when when uh, uh, Die Beard's getting into the car and he's <laughs> just packing them over and over. That's uh that was incredible. Uh but then obviously like I want to talk about the the dad uh and and I, I didn't I didn't love some of this stuff and I think largely is cuz I found the helmet just a skosh distracting as a minor criticism with the whole episode is I'm Wait, like the, I wish the white dragon a helmet? little bit more with the white dragon helmet. Yeah, it oh. kind of just was it didn't work so much for me, but obviously like we've talked I mean, about yeah. this before what's a white supremacist superhero, right? Yeah, <laughs> villain, but I just I felt like I just feel like um I don't know. I, I just feel like that costume could have been could have been a little bit better as far as production mm. value is concerned. But obviously, that's like you know we've what what, what few 
uh, things like that are that are in this. It obviously, doesn't matter because the story and the characters are so compelling. But I thought the whole action sequence was good, and him him throwing thought, the grenade, and then I thought I was like, "Is he dead? What's going yeah. on? He got blown up." Yeah, to uh, rewind it a bit. I thought the action was really good uh, with the White Dragon. I really liked how he looked in the air, and I liked how he swooped in and just fucking plowed into the side of the that mm-hmm. the car where the Eagle was dancing or whatever. Like, I thought that was really well done, looked good, uh, and I, I liked yeah. Then the stuff that you know comes from that. Yeah, <laughs> there's always a good time to rock and all that shit, and then diving like, and getting up and shooting the shit, shooting everybody up and stuff. It was good. That, that was, was high, the whole thing. Yeah, and then of course the callback to the the what we talked about where he's like, she's like, I told you, there's gaps in the armor. Every time yeah, he yeah, comes yeah, in and yeah. does that. Did you guys think that he was going to pull the trigger? Kill his dad? I, I hoped he would, and I'm glad he did. I thought maybe Vigilante would or somebody else from the yeah. sidelines would, but I was happy he did. But it did totally. That's that's the first part where I teared up. Yeah. Where when he's like, he does it and then he mourns his father there and stuff. I, yeah. th- I was like, again, back to, you know, the, the chops on J- John Cena. Yeah. It's just like it was all so well done and so well acted. That I really felt I mean, for him. Man, that you're ready, Greg. You can apologize. You can apologize to Mr. I Cena. didn't know. I, th- I didn't believe in it. I didn't hate him the way you did. There's no you hate. Know? I just want to. Mr. Cena. Not, yeah, now this. there isn't. No hate. There was originally a lot no of hate. jealousy. Mm. A lot of jealousy. No, no, a lot no, of jealousy. I think, you're, I think you're mistaking this with uh, with my opinions on. Andy Circus. Other what? No, we're not naming names. Uh, next week starts. Doesn't is that start in review for, for Planet this of the Apes? Week, this week, Planet of the Apes. Make sure you guys make sure you tune in to watch my Andy Circus impression of the first few Planet of the Apes because it is. As Greg would say, Chef's kiss. I would say that. Would say. You say that. Nick, you show me him walking. There it is. God, he just gets into character. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, one other thing about the pacing and writing of this show is how much every most episodes like have a cliffhanger that isn't like the again, it's not the who's showing up next week type cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, a, oh, I didn't see that coming. How are they going to deal with it? And you think about it, and I feel like every single time the next episode immediately answers the question with the most obvious thing. And I like that even this one did of the, uh, yeah, of course I knew. You think I would do a background check on you? Uh, with yeah. Amanda Waller being her father, it's like that or mother. No, that reminded me of earlier when Mern's reveal. It's like, oh shit, he's a butterfly, and it's like, oh wait, they already yeah, knew. everybody you know? knew. Yeah, I, I like that stuff because it, it feels like it's not twists for the viewers' sake. It kind of feels like in the world that makes sense with where they're at, and mm-hmm. we get to have the fun surprises and stuff. And like, it, it there's the plot progression as opposed to just oh, this is serialized TV that we're watching. Mm-hmm. Did you guys think it was a? Uh, what do you think will come, if anything, of that moment where um, Goff kills Mern and then Lachlan looks over and says, "You killed him." Like in that weird thing, like are they not supposed to kill mm. each other? Well, like- I, 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 I took it as like there's very few of them in their species, and they yeah. weren't at the point where they were killing each other because yeah. like there, there's these two factions in these butterfly worlds where one of them wants to be peaceful, the other one's like, "Let's take over." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I, I laughed at that. In this butterfly world. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that it, it is the like, oh, okay, the draws the lines are actually being drawn. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's how that's how I got it too. I was like he was I, I felt like I thought that was a good performance by um by Larry Fitz uh Fitzgibbon. Oh no, Lachlan Rose, the name of the the character actor, excuse me. Um I thought it was a great point where he was like, Wait, are we doing this now? We're killing we're killing our, our own species, mm-hmm. like we weren't supposed to be able to do this. And I think that's I wonder if that's going to come back in the next episode to some degree. Yeah. No, Any closing words? Uh quick quick thing. So I, we didn't go over it too much, but the, the plan with the diary was make to make it look like Peacemaker was just totally insane. Yeah, I killed uh, everyone. Like a lone he, gunman kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 
So yeah. the plan was, the plan. yeah, use him and dump him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Turn him and burn him, as Amanda yeah, Waller yeah. would say. Do yeah, we think that, that it's going to go that route still, or do no, you guys? No, no, no. I, I think they'll end with these not being scot-free, but, like, people knowing that they did a good thing. Do you think we see Waller in the next episode? Probably. Yeah. Probably a similar thing, know. though, of, like, it'll be what you hate, where, like, the news is reporting that, like, Peacemaker actually saved us from these things, and she's like, Ugh, you know, in her, like, office, wherever in D.C., Mm. It'll be either that or it'll just be on a screen somewhere. It's like you, you guys don't think Waller's mad. <laughs> you guys don't think we get like a very serious moment where um, John Cena takes the rap for everything, goes to jail, and it ends with Waller coming out being like, "You're back in the Suicide Squad." Essentially, that's definitely possible too. Maybe. Do you think yeah. you get a comedic beat if that happens of who takes care of Eagly? Because <laughs> he has yes. that rant where he's like, well, "Oh, it's a bad I, I, no, it will, right? It'll be her and the, it'll oh, be her. Oh, her yeah, wife, exactly. Dogs. Yeah. That'll be the thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to give a shout out. We haven't, you know, you're talking about closing thoughts or whatever. The things we didn't get to talk about yet were uh, the, the nurses in the animal clinic. No, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that entire bit was so good. And then, like, you know. Well, all right, cool, but we won't use duct tape because I love it. You're so you're compassionate about tape, but not about brutally murdering them. Yeah, and then yeah. at the end, we're like, all right, everybody ready? She's like, yeah, she's got a gun. They're like, you're not coming with you're us. You're just gonna die. die. Yeah. <laughs> that so, was that was really good. And then when the, winning them over against these aliens yeah. is just it's great. Oh, and then the post crisis was funny as hell too. Yeah. Oh, damn, I didn't it watch it this weird. time. I forgot. Yeah, well, it's it's weird because like it's just. It's what I always want to see of like the stuff when you see somebody like obviously talking on the TV and like, hey, turn that up or whatever. Like, what were they saying before then or after that? Or right. it's just like they, they let you improv. And what I love about it is like they're all supposed to be the butterflies, but there's the one guard on the the left, or I guess right side of your screen who's clearly cracking and he's just covering oh, his yeah. face. Oh, yeah. I caught that. He's like, laughing because the guy's like, wiggle your hips. Exercise <laughs> <laughs> here in the midsection, then move up it to your head. Very, <laughs> it was very weird. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of this episode and next week we're coming back for the finale of peacemaker we got a whole bunch of cool screencasts coming as well there's things live now our jackass forever reviews up our mm-hmm. uncharted screencast reviews going to be coming out in a couple weeks whenever the hell that movie comes out uh until next time i love you all goodbye